When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And we have a topic for everyone today. We're going to talk about how to create your LOA routine. So a good follow-up to last week's on goals and getting you going for this new year, which doesn't really matter if it's new year because every day is a new day. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm excited about this topic because I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's important. Um, and so we'll talk a little bit about the difference between how they're all connected: goals, routines, habits, rituals, or not connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I like this topic because I like uh, I think routines are powerful. I yeah. know they're powerful. Yeah, yeah. What are you excited so, about, Cass? Uh, everything. Um, let's see. <laughs> Listeners wouldn't have been just, able to guess that one. <laughs> I know, right? It's a total surprise. I'm really excited because I finished um, my book that's coming out in February, which is about attracting um, the love of your life or your partner, a perfect relationship. Oh, um, I feel like so many people have been waiting for this one. I know. Oh, and it's so... Um, I have been waiting to write it. Like I'm, I, yeah, I'm just excited about writing it. I'm excited about finishing it as always. Um, as I wrote it, it was better than I thought. I thought it was mm. going to be good, obviously. But um, just like, I just love writing and getting into it and being able to share in that modality um, what I know and what you get to ask for. And it's a lot about, you know, if you've ever done the things that you think you're supposed to do to attract an amazing relationship and they haven't worked, this book is going to tell you why. Like, Can't why wait. just, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm excited about. What are you excited about? That is about? exciting. Well, I'm very excited because my travel visa has been approved. <gasps> my travel and work. Yeah. Yay! So it's felt oh like gosh. a long process. It really hasn't been. Um, but one of the most amazing things is I haven't, like, this. I was both, I was both, Lisa and I were both very conscious of, like, not worrying about this and taking the easy path mm-hmm. and very, like, very disciplined in telling the story that it's all going to work out. Because there are, I'm sure there's probably lots of things that could go wrong. Um, Anyways, it's 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 exciting. So it's like I can I can leave the country now and come and come back uh, so we can plan our honeymoon, which is extra exciting. We're planning to go cycling in Italy, so that's going to be great. Yay, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I love it. So this cool. the topic that we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Cassie and I both <laughs> have some like recent routine experiences that we're going to share. But do you want to start with, um, let's just like define, like what would, what are we talking about when, when someone refers to an LOA routine? Oh, oh, I love this. And um, we didn't actually discuss before, so I even love it more. Um, Like, so for me, an LOA routine is that I'm going to put sacred because Mm -hmm. I don't, nothing like like LOA, every action about LOA or everything that I do is sacred because for me, 
um, using the law of attraction, like to create my life, creating my life and what I want next and how I want to continue to live and what I want to experience as a human being, as a spirit in human being form is sacred. Um, so the sacred, um, practice that you, that's, um, consistent, right? And consistent doesn't have to mean the same thing, but for me, it's the sacred, um, consistent practice of utilizing and leveraging the law of attraction to create the life that you want. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. What, mine's, would, what would your definition? Yeah. Mine's very similar. I, I don't call it an LOA practice because LOA is just the law. Like it's just the law, not just, but it's only the law. <laughs> like there's so much more. It's our interaction with LOA that makes it what it is. And so I call it um, an alignment practice. And I would say any activities that, that includes intentions or thoughts that are directed towards aligning with your inner being or aligning with your to create a greater connection between your physical and your non-physical selves. And anything you do in a day that with that deliberate purpose, that's what I term as like your LOA routine. That's what I would say that is. Mm, I love it. And so what this makes me think as we um, sort of play through our own definitions, number one, I would probably call mine more of a ritual because mm-hmm. to me, ritual feels more sacred than routine. Like yeah. routine and I to think me. Go ahead. We did a whole episode on this, on this. I don't know the exact number, but it's mm-hmm. go back and check it out. It'll be worth it because we talk about rituals, routines, and sacred. Yeah, good. But keep yeah. going. Yeah. Um, so um, come up with. And that, like, what is your definition? And is it a routine or is it a ritual? And both are powerful and one is not better. Like routines. Um, they make us feel safe and they, they have, there's a lot of things that happen with a routine. Like routine is um, about consistency and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And a ritual for me is a little more flowy and it's um, it is, has more of a sacred for me. Routine always sort Mm -hmm. of feels like get up, brush your teeth, get dressed. Like have to. Yeah. 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 Or things that just sort of normally flow together without a lot of consciousness, which getting up and get brushing your teeth could have a lot more consciousness too. Right, um, right. It's just all in what we choose. But for yourself, um, at the end of this episode or right now, pause it and really come up with like, what is your definition? Is it, do you call it, do you want to call it an alignment practice? Is this a living my best life practice? Is this my life creation practice? Is this my law of attraction rituals? Like whatever mm-hmm. it is, name it for yourself and and define it for yourself. That's mm-hmm. part of what makes things stick. Because a lot of times when we're talking about law of attraction routines and rituals, and I'm sure this kind of, this came from a question and part of it behind it, what we usually get is like, how do I stick to it? How do I be consistent? How do I do these? And part of that is defining it for yourself. Like when it's clearly defined, your brain understands more why you're doing it. Absolutely. And it comes from you. It comes from yes. inside you, you're automatically going to be more in alignment with it and inspired to it versus it coming from an outside source saying you should do this. Yes. Yeah. I oh love the gosh, word seven. ritual as well. Like ritual also has, it does, it takes the sacredness into it, but it's, it takes the intention into it and the desire into it versus routine is like 
just being a part. There's routines we have as a part of being a human, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. ritual is something more we choose. And so I think that helps as well. Absolutely. And I think that's why we, t- we, we said we talk a little bit about habits and stuff. Um, I think habits become, um, for me, sometimes they have, a, they have a feeling of losing that sacredness or the inspiration mm. or the, the creativity. They just become a habit. Like we get up and, um, you know, for me, the thing that pops is like get up and go work out, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of times part of can be part of a sacred ritual, mm-hmm. um, but they do, it just feels like it has less consciousness to me, and that doesn't have Ooh. to be true for everyone. Yeah, I have a question because, and it might tie mm-hmm. into later. But do you think that if we start, sometimes we can start a practice like a ritual with intention, and then over time it becomes a routine or habit, and then it loses its juice? I do. So do I. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And so and I was just thinking that, that that's the, yeah, we'll come back to it. But that's that switch is like, we've lost the, the action lost its juice because we aren't being as deliberate about it or as we're not connecting to the action as much. And so it's not that it's not serving us or whatever, but it's like all about how we're moving into it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I wanted to kind of just touch on for a second. We had. Uh, some stuff come up in our group about how, you know, I lost my, they were excited to get back to normal routine because it was easier to be in alignment. It was easier to feel good. And I think there's a lot of things that play into that. But I think one of the things that comes from having a sacred practice or routine or whatnot is the expectation that you have. So like when you're when you're in a routine, you have expectations of how things are going to go. And that expectation is sometimes very strong. You know, like yeah. I ex- haven't, I've set this, I've set it up. I've set up the experience. I know what to expect. And then when I'm not in routine, I don't have the same ex- expectation. So for example, if I have the routine every morning of getting up and meditating and it feels good and it's a part of what I do and, and all that, and then I go on holidays and I'm not working, so I get up later and then I have coffee first and then I go meditate, and then it's not as um, powerful because of only because of the expectation that we've placed on that action at that time, like as a part of the whole. Is this making sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like we might still be doing the action, but it's the expectation that we have taking going into something help create helps create the experience we get from it. Yes, and so how would you like? Do you think you can shift that so that your meditation, let's say, using your example, on vacation can be as powerful? I do. I I do believe that if you are, if you bring that conscious awareness into it, (laughs) it's all about the awareness guys. Um, Yes. Well, yeah. And I would say that almost starts at the beginning. mm -hmm. Like when you're doing it, it's, it's, um, it's, Mm, how do I want to say this? Because for me, I'm going to try and use it in like a future self. So anytime mm-hmm. that one of my clients scripts or they mm-hmm. step into that, like whether, and I actually put stuff in to practice this. Um, I put it in. So like they'll have assignments where it's like just script one minute mm-hmm. because I want them to 
feel the power and the power not to come from only when I do 20 minutes or only when I do an hour Mm. or only when I do X, Y, Z. Because the power really is, it's about, it's that conscious connection to their future self when we're talking about this. Yes. And so when you're consciously- It's the connection. It's the connection. It's the connection. (laughs) It doesn't matter how long. It doesn't often matter how long. Yeah. Yes. But it's the conscious connection, right? Which is, Mm -hmm. goes back to sort of that thing. And that's what, again, when you were talking about, like, can it become a habit and you sort of lose it? Um, And that is, can happen um, because you lose that conscious, because you start doing Mm -hmm. it because you're supposed to, not because you're connecting or whatever your other intention for your law of attraction practice is, right? So for my clients, Mm -hmm. it's always to connect to their future self. Like that's inherently once— once they do the future self-work, that's what we're doing. And so that is our practice is always that. So whatever your intention is, right? Like if it's to visualize, to attract whatever or for whatever, it's the conscious connection to that, not the habit. And I think so often people get into this, um, they do, they start routines, whether they've come from other teachers and they get this list, you know, they everybody has their list of their manifesting things or their um, LOA to-do list, and they lose the conscious connection part to what you yeah. want. And it becomes the thing that you're doing to try and get something, which will yeah. add, which will keep you from it being ritual and you being drawn to it because that connection, which is what you really want, is not there. Does that make sense? Yep. I think this is so great because if you're someone that is, so your role, so to our listeners, like your role in keeping your practice inspired and connected is to catch, is to bring that awareness into it. So as soon as you catch like, oh, I'm doing this because I feel like I should or I have to. It doesn't mean the action's still not going to serve you, but you have the ability in those moments to retell the story, to focus on it in a different way so that to bring the intention back into it so that you do feel the purpose, so that you do feel the connection of that and that you keep that momentum going. Um, It doesn't mean like if I, oh, well, it's over. <laughs> scrap that, <laughs> scrap that habit. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And if you're one of my clients and you're listening to this and you ever wonder, it's why I do a lot of this. Um, I'm teaching you as I'm doing it because I give you different assignments, which make you re-engage with some of the magic um, and, and change things up a little bit so that you have to become a little bit more conscious or you have to make sure you're engaged in that or you're tapping into a little bit of the magic or we're using a little, we're just doing it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I like it. That I like that little bit differently. I think that sometimes we naturally will be called to that, but then mm-hmm. we'll think something's wrong um, because we're not doing it the same as we used to, whether it's, I'm just going to keep using meditation, sitting in a different spot or sitting up versus laying down or something like that. But we are naturally called to a little difference to keep that energetic flow in it. And if we tell the story that it's a progression, not a going backwards or not I'm doing it wrong or not I'm starting over, that, hey, Mm -hmm. this is a progression for me, that in itself will help you continue that momentum. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um. 
Is there a, do you want to go on with this? Or I had a topic, maybe we want to talk a little bit about time, amount of time. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, So I think a lot of people get sort of stuck on this. Like how long should my routine be? Can I get, and again, this happens a lot of times. Um, You know, if you work with Jenny and I, I think we take a lot of the guesswork out of this. (laughs) We're like, this is what you do, right? And you have a checklist (laughs) and here's your routine. Just pick which time you're going to do it or, you know, fit it into, you know, put it into your schedule, whatever. Um, But when you come with a list of things that sort of you think you should be doing or um, there can get a lot of stuff, which gets in the way of creating like a sacred ritual because when your head is constantly chattering, like, I don't know if this is right. I don't have time to do this. Da, 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 da. It, it takes away from that sacredness. So what I will say about time is you choose the amount of time that you can do easily and feels good, whether that is mm-hmm. five minutes or an hour or two hours or four hours, right? Depending on where mm-hmm. you are in your life, you just, again, consciously choose even if it's five minutes, this is my five minute connection. And you choose those, you create your ritual. If you have a list of things that you've been told to do, or you've read in books or whatever, you pick what calls to you. What do I love doing? What makes me feel best after I do it? What have I seen Mm -hmm. the best results with? And you create a routine that fits in the five minutes or the two hours. Yeah. And then you let that be enough. So the biggest part of that is once you make that decision and you're consciously choosing, you're putting a stop to all that extra chatter and all those extra questions of, am I doing enough? Because you've already decided this is what I'm doing and it's going to be enough. It's enough right now. And so you're the one taking charge of that chatter and letting that other stuff go, which a lot, I mean, it's just such a more powerful place to create from and allowing place to create from when you're not trying to analyze if you're doing enough all the time or you're constantly questioning yourself. It's much, much more powerful. So much more powerful. And just Mm -hmm. from an LOA standpoint, like you can all see why that, like A, it feels a ton better, but B, if you're constantly questioning it, you're putting a lot of energy into it's not working. Or it's not going to work instead of like, this is enough. Whatever I choose is enough. And I think that's one of the, one of the powerful things that a lot of Cassie and I's clients have said is like, I, you just told me what to do and I did it and it worked. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) It does. It takes, it takes the guesswork out because that's one of those things. You're borrowing our belief in that this works and you step Mm -hmm. into that. And then it works, because, but not because of our belief, because you accepted it and you trusted it because we know it. We hold it there. Yeah. Um, and we remind you it's enough, right? And we, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did hear it speaking of like, is it enough or not? I was listening to this one Abraham clip and someone was saying like, I guess I really want to know, like, am I doing enough? And, and Abraham said, well, are you happy all the time? And she's like, <laughs> no. And she's, well, you're not doing enough. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about this because yes, is that, please. yeah. <laughs> and so, um, cause I know Cassie's perspective, <laughs> but, um, the idea, I think our opinion of ourself, just like what we talked about is going to be the most powerful part of if you're doing enough or not is what you're telling about yourself, what you're telling yourself about what you're doing. That will be the most powerful thing that dictates the answer to that question. What would you say? Yes. 
Yeah, like I wouldn't look for an external, like there's no, oh, it's, there's no like, yeah, I have to do this much to be this happy because I have seen so many people who were doing so much of the quote unquote work, but they weren't so happy. One client is like popping into mind, like she wasn't happy and she couldn't even see, she was doing so much of the work. She couldn't even see what was happening because it was so there and she wasn't even allowing herself to be happy or that was, you know, like just to even see the things that were making her happy. Like I think judging it by an external, like, are you happy all the time? Just, oh my gosh, that I feel like sets you up for a lot of failure. <laughs> it sets you up for a lot of like, not failure, but a lot of doing more, which I don't think doing more. Most often, um, less is more when it comes to manifesting. Doing I, more. Yeah. Go ahead. I agree. Okay. Is it a sign of like, when you're, when you feel like I want to do more, it's, it's not a sign you need to do more. It's a sign you need to step back and you maybe need to be still more, or you need to like take the, you need to the have wide more fun. angle picture. Yeah. You need to have more fun. You need to like, you need to be willing to see what's working. It's a call mm-hmm. to see like, oh, is this stuff working? Because we can do all, all the things you could you could work on manifesting stuff all the time, but it's not it's a combination of the things that you do. And I want to talk a little bit about this. Like for me, a manifesting ritual really should set you up to experience the rest of your day, mm-hmm. to make you more powerful through the rest of your day, to help you choose your better thoughts, to help you naturally go through the day with ease, to help you naturally attract what you want, to help you naturally choose to see yourself as, you know, more powerful and happy and to create, naturally create the things. It's a, Mm -hmm. it works together. Yeah. I like that a lot. I do want to just mention one thing and tell me if you agree or not, Cass, is Mm -hmm. the, the longer you spend in a vibration, the stronger it will get. It's like a muscle. So the more time you spend being in happy, the more time you spend in allowing, in in love, whatever that vibration is, it is it gets stronger. It gets easier to access it at any point. And I think that's part of, so a lot of when we're talking about doing, a lot of times we're not in those vibrations. So it's not going <laughs> to serve you. And so that's one of the, what we're what we're kind of getting at here is like, we want our LOA practice to be grounded in the feeling of like for Cassie, future self. And for me, just connected to your, to yourself, your true self. And if that, that's the practice that's going to serve you most, the connection, being connected to that. And if there's any other work, quote unquote work that's happening, that's not going to be the things, the actions that are going to serve you. Yes. And I want to put this in a, in a way that I think a lot of people where they make the mistake about what you just Mm -hmm. said is that it does get stronger. So what a lot of people will take away from that in other teachings, or maybe even if you hear us is like, Oh, I have to go force myself to be happy because the longer (laughs) I'm in happy, that that's not, that isn't it. It's can't get there from there. (laughs) Right. It is like, it would be better to, Remember one happy thing for 30 seconds, which was pure happiness, than to force yourself visualizing trying to be happy for 30 minutes. Yes. Because one is pure and that's being in the muscle. That's actually the muscle being worked. You know, and I think when we use it as a muscle, it is, it's like, 
it's practicing it, but it's a little bit, um, we just need to be clear is that it's, it's not, you don't just get it from the, you get it from the reps of the true feeling, not trying to do it. Right. So you would never go into the gym. Forcing. Yeah. You would never go into the gym and put 400 pounds, you know, on the, you know, to, deadlift over your head right. when you couldn't do that because you wouldn't get it off the ground. It wouldn't be building your muscles. Yeah, You would start with a lighter weight that you actually could build the muscle with mm-hmm. and build mm-hmm. up the weight. Yep. Um, Cass, do you want to share how, so we kind of both discussed a little bit before how we kind of got off our, our <laughs> routines and have got back on them and how yes. that happens often. <laughs> it does it does happen often you mentioned we just got off of holidays and things being shifted and so um that can often change our routine and in our rituals um you know for me living alone was one ritual Mm, (laughs) and was very different you know yes and um and it took a while to adjust and make the changes and find the place where my manifesting rituals really fit in ease and they fit good. And part of that is making it a priority. And part of it is being open and willing to see like, okay, where does this fit? What do I need? What happens? You know, how do, how do I want to, how do I want to create this in a new space? And that mm-hmm. took a little bit. And I will say, we're like, still it working on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a constant evolution. <laughs> it is a constant evolution because your life is a constant evolution, right? Mm-hmm. So when you get the things, some of the things that you're scripting or you're manifesting, whether it's a relationship or something else, it's going to change the time. It's going to change the way your day flows. And so it might mean you have to get up earlier, or it might mean that you do something first and then you put your routine in second. And it's about finding that. And I I think the most important thing for this is a that Jenny and I have both our routines have wobbled and we had to figure it out but also like how good it feels to find it again or find the perfect oh, it feels so yeah. good. Oh my god, I, amazing. I, I remember <laughs> I like it was a couple of weeks ago and I was sitting in the chair and I had finished writing something and I like put out my arms and I'm like, I love the feeling of being connected to myself. (laughs) And Lisa's like, okay. She's like, have you not been? And I'm like, it's just more now. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I totally get that. It's so much more when you're doing your ritual and when it's, um, when it has a place, right? I think the biggest thing about it is to find the place that it fits, that it can be a routine. Um, Mm. If, if your life is a little, if it doesn't just like sort of free flow, because for me, that was the biggest thing. It's like, okay, what time do I do this? Because when it is a routine, but also a ritual, it feels powerful because again, it goes to like, I know I'm going to get to do this tomorrow. Like I know I can let go, you know, and be here for this 40 minutes. That's my current, that part of my routine is 40 minutes. Um, and I also have to fight some of the same things in my head as you guys. Um, I, you know, I now have the Enchanted Business Circle and I created it based on a need. So I hadn't started it for myself yet, which I like to do everything that I ask my clients to do. And so when I created my routine, I put it in and I really like, I wanted to go so fast. And I was like, nope, 20 minutes, 20 <laughs> just like minutes, like, just like my clients. I'm like, nope, 20 minutes. And it, 
and it feels good. But those are the things that often, you know, we just have to um, maneuver in our rituals mm-hmm. and our routines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I think one of the things I want to comment on, because I know it's been, it's come up within my clients, is I get to a place where I'm just floating along and I'm feeling so good and I get start to get a little bit cocky about how good I am. And I'm like, <laughs> I have mastered this alignment thing. I don't need to do all this. <laughs> I, can, I can miss a day. I can just let this go and let that go. And... And then it adds up over time. And I, then I come back to it. I'm like, oh, crap, you got lazy again. Like, you're, you're not <laughs> catching as much and you're not doing this. And, and my routine, it grounds me so much. Yes. And, and it's so, just like Cassie said, it's so powerful. And so I think one of the times, or I guess the next time around, I'll have more awareness around this of when I get feel that place of like, I don't need to do it. It's not something like that I require, I'm going to honor that and say, are you ready for the next level? Like it could, because with greater consistency comes greater levels of whatever you're seeking alignment or whatever. And, um, that is part of what's going to come through that. It's not a forcing to do it. It's like retuning into why you're doing this in the first place. It's not to get somewhere. It's to create the next, the, continue to build momentum in this energy, continue to grow this. It's not like, okay, I can lift 400 pounds now. (laughs) Let me do a reasonable number. Okay. I can lift 50 pounds now. So I'm just going to stop working out. It doesn't make any sense. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So how do you want to kind of wrap up this topic of how to create your best LOA routine? Oh, is to, I want to remind you to define it for yourself, like mm-hmm. name, name the practice, name it and define it um, because that'll make clarity and then um, decide on a time and commit to it and consciously go into it and consciously choose it. Hmm, perfect. And I would add that be aware of why you're doing it, like have yes. one clear and if you want some advice, it's it's for connection. <laughs> so to your <laughs> to your true self, like I'm creating one of my favorite ways to frame this is like I'm creating the environment for more connection or for like my desires to come out or however you want to say it. But I love the idea of like I'm just I'm spending this time to connect with me. And whether that's your future self or your inner being or whatever it is, and take that intention into it. Yes. Awesome. We will see you guys next week. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.